Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And I am excited as we come to the end of Deuteronomy. What a journey this has been for me personally. And I hope that you have enjoyed it too. We are at the end of Deuteronomy, at the end of Moses' life. And we have a couple of closing comments. So let's just read here from verse 5 of Deuteronomy 34 to the end. So here we go, Deuteronomy 34, 5. Let me find it. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Poor. But no one knows the place of his burial to this day. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were undimmed and his vigor unabated. And the people of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid his hands on him. So the people of Israel obeyed him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. And there has not arisen a prophet since in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. None like him for all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, and to all his servants, and to all his land. And for all the mighty power and all the great deeds of terror that Moses did in the sight of all of Israel. The end of Deuteronomy. And what a what a legacy Moses leaves behind. And I think he actually wrote that. <laughs> he, he knew it was going to happen. It's interesting. He says, and to this day, nobody knows where he's buried. Maybe he knew something. God gave a hint of what was going to happen or showed him. Hey, I'm going to bury you here and they're never going to, they're not going to know where I bury you. And so there's other interesting things about Moses' burial and battles for that but that's a whole other subject so as we think about our lives today what can we glean from this i think we look at moses's life how god prepared him for what god was going to use him for and and so if you look at moses's life quickly for 40 years he was a prince of egypt prepared to be a leader um destined to be a leader and then for 40 years, he's in the wilderness, in the desert, uh, having been become a fugitive of Egypt and learning to be a shepherd. And then the last 40 years of his life, he leads the children of Israel in the desert for 40 years as a shepherd. So how interesting that is and how insightful you, you could say of God as he prepared Moses. But in the end, Moses was not dying because he couldn't see, we know from others, for instance, Jacob and Esau's father, Isaac, was uh, virtually blind. And we do see others where their age has hindered them greatly, either in the mental capacity or their vision. And so we see that that was not the case for Moses. Now, it doesn't mean that he was running around like a 20-year-old or even a 40-year-old, 
there's other things that talk about Moses, if you remember, about how his coming and goings was becoming a little bit more difficult. And so some of the leadership was already being passed on to Joshua and others. He's 120 years old. And so they're preparing for him to pass away. But just, you know, often I think we we lose sight of the gift of elderly people and what they do bring to the table of the community. And and then in some cases, I think we are unaware of what older people might be doing. For instance, when you think about politics or those running a company, how has has the allure of power corrupted them and distorted them so that they are not now actually a blessing to the community? Or are they humble, humble men of God, in particular men and women of God, who are a blessing to their community because of the wisdom they bring, the surety they bring, the stability that they can bring to a community? Moses was a pillar, no doubt. And when he passes this on to Joshua, part of it passing it on is because God knows that when Moses leaves, there's a, those are big shoes to fill. Joshua has already proven himself, and with God, anything is possible. So Joshua can definitely lead. But people have a tendency to look toward their human leader. And we see the failure of that in so many places of our society today, whether it's a, in the church, in, a, in corporate America, on sports teams, and uh, in politics. So as we think about the gifts that God has given us, one of them would be good, godly men and women who are older and what they bring to the table and how we maybe sometimes totally don't see that. And if you are older, to recognize what you can bring to the table and to do just that. So let's not um, let's not think that the world needs to be run by 40-year-olds. It's probably best if it's not. But it also shouldn't be run by 80-year-olds. And that's all I got to say. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to all this. I am going to jump into Psalms 19 tomorrow. And then I think I will go into Joshua shortly after that. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.